welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast. I'm Josie, the host and creator. The inspiration for this podcast comes from journal entries that I kept while navigating through my separation and divorce. Each week, I read through a journal entry and then I analyze and discuss how I feel now, how I remember feeling then, and what I feel I've learned along the way. So thank you for joining me on this journey, and I hope that you take something positive away from each episode. Now let's get to it. Hello there. Thanks for joining me. I hope you've had a wonderful week. Well, beginning of the week, since this is on Tuesday, but I hope the rest of your week is going to go great, and I hope you enjoy this episode. And today we are on journal entry number 44, and it's going to be for Monday, August 2nd. So, I feel a bit stressed and angry today. I have been worried about calling the school about my boys' uniforms. So this morning, I called Guy and asked him if he would be willing to call them. You know, for him to be the bad guy. That way, we could get it out there, but I would not feel bad later when I helped out at the school. And he said, and I quote, no, what a silly question. And I was like to myself, why is that a silly question? Aren't you his fucking father? Why is it silly that I ask you to do something? I was so mad. I hung up and I started to cry out of anger. What the fuck? This guy is a jerk, a loser. That he would think it's silly for me to ask him to help? God, I was so mad. And then I was like, why am I still trying to wait for this person? Because to be fair, I'm waiting on him. I'm still giving him a hold on my life. I'm still waiting to see if he comes around. And because we're married, I feel like I still have a claim on him and get bothered when some bitch calls him to go out. I'm learning things about myself in therapy, things that need to get fixed before I meet someone I want to start something with. And I read my last entry and think that I was being a bit hard on myself. I'm not responsible for Guy and me not working out. I know that we both have issues, but I did m- almost everything I said I would when, I, when it came to us. It's not my fault that as much of a horny bastard as he is that he looked for a version to hook up with. That was so stupid on his part. Anyway, I'm ready to get the hell away from him. I agree that hanging with him has not been helpful for me. It has sucked me back in a bit, and I do not want to be there. I want money, and I want to have a stress-free, well, less stressed life. But I do not want him. He's not good for me or for himself. I really do not see him finding himself in another woman. Well, unless he hooks up with that girl that his new guy friend hangs around with. Those are some sluts and the kind of girls to give him what he wants. But later, I just don't see him opening up and telling his girlfriend about the shit he wants to do with her and get a good reaction. He was himself with me. I knew all of him and I was still with him. I wonder if he'll find another one that is willing as I was to put up with it. Romance and all, that's good, but it only goes so far. Then reality will hit him once again, and there goes that relationship. I sure hope no children are involved. You know what? You know, whatever. I just need to get away from him. That is what is best for me, and I do not care what is best for him. That is no longer my job. 
and I need to get that through my thick head. So I'm going to leave him alone this week, and I'm going to do my own thing. When school starts, I will forget about him even more, and I want a divorce, and he will have to pay for half, and I want to sell that house so I have the money I need to get by for the next nine months till my career can take off and I can make some money. And here I wrote a letter to him, or an email probably, which I'm going to read to you now. Guy. So you can tell I'm in a pissy mood. Well, you're right. I am. Why? No. I know you do not want to know why. Things are better for you when you do not know why. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm in a pissy mood because I'm sitting here thinking about how this will be the second month that I do not pay my small credit card because I can't even afford to send them the 15 bucks. Then my credit is getting worse and more fucked up than it already was. But we always let mine slide because you had the job and yours was more important. We would just get things we needed with your credit. I'm pissed that I believe that all those couples who would split their bills and had two separate accounts were missing something. I'm pissed that now I see that I was the one missing something, that I was the idiot. I'm pissed that I am broke and that at least once every week I look through my jewelry to see what I'm what I might sell for a few bucks. I'm pissed that I have to put up with the bullshit of living with my family at 31 and with a son. I'm pissed that when I asked you to do something unpleasant, but still for our son, you not only said no, but that it was even silly of me to even ask. I'm pissed that I even trusted my life to you. I'm pissed that I was not more selfish and I'm pissed that I was so trusting. I'm pissed that I am so fucked right now. And I'm pissed that you did this to me. You, you, you. Do I sound bitter? I know I do. And I hate feeling that way. You'll never understand how this feels unless it happens to you. Unless the person that you trusted, that you depended on, pulled the rug right out from under you. God, you were always so resentful about going to work and taking care of us. You would think I would have gotten the hint. You made me feel bad for staying home to take care of our son. You made me feel guilty even though when I look back, I was always doing something to bring in some money. I can't help that anger I carry around inside. I want to get rid of it all. I want to not give a shit about you anymore. I want to not care that you destroyed me and my life is a wreck. And all you have is a little money trouble and some guilt. Now you have freedom, friends. Damn you for using me to get to where you are. Damn you for not being strong enough to break out of your family's mold. And damn you for destroying my family in the process. Damn you. I hate you. I hate you. You fucked up my life. You screwed me. You destroyed all my plans for the future. You made me feel worthless, like I was not worth being with. You had no idea how bad it feels to know where you came from and how little love you had. And then to say that I was not any better than that, I'm just easy to dump as the people in your life that did not love you, that never put you first, that did not care for you, that did not care if you ate, God, I think that's the worst part. If you had come from the nicest, most loving family, I would say, well, we did not stack up to them. With a family like that, we just couldn't compete. But that is not the case. Do you know how it hurts to know your family's history and then to know what I offered you was still not good enough? It makes me feel like shit, worse than shit. And I hate that you made me feel that way. I hate that I have turned so weak. I hate that I just can't walk away from this and shrug my shoulders and be whatever. That was the end of the letter. 
And then I wrote, I know I'm worth it, even if he did not see it. I know I'm worth being loved, and I know I will find love again, and that that person will value me and will be happy with what he has, and he will never look back. Wow. I don't know if I sent that letter, but clearly I had a lot, a lot bottled up inside of me, and his comment of what a silly question to ask him to help with his own son just made me lose my mind. And I I can see why even now, because I hate when I would ask, can you help me? Can you do me a favor? I would say, can you do me a favor and give our son a bath? Can you do me a favor and make, you know, the chocolate milk for the breakfast for our son? Why is that a favor to me? Why isn't that him doing his job as the father. Why do I have to ask it as a favor? He never said, can you do me a favor and change his diaper? Can you do me a favor and put him to bed for me? Can you do? No, it was just all assumed that that is what I was supposed to do. So then I ask him. And when I ask him, I say, can I ask you a favor? And I'm sure that when I asked him to do this, it was again as a favor. He probably regretted the moment that that came out of his mouth. And maybe not then, but when he got my letter, if he got my letter, he sure did. I really just let it out. And I don't, I don't recommend it now. I really think that when you feel that way, you should put it all in, in writing, put it all in writing and then burn it. And at least you got it out of your system. But sending these types of letters don't usually help the situation. Getting it out of your system, hopefully, by putting it on paper helps you. And heck, it's helping me years later when I reread it and remember these things. Um, But I don't think that it helps at that moment with that person. I'm sure, I don't know, I'd have to research to see if I actually sent it because yes, I do have some emails from way back then and to see if he replied to it, if he even bothered replying to it, if if he just ignored me. But I will say I'm very proud of the way I formatted that letter with all the reasons that I was pissed. I, I'm pretty proud of it. I think it sounded very succinct and to the point. And one of the points was that, yes, how bad I felt when this person, when I met Guy, he was, you know, he was in a super bad way. He was a young college kid in a dorm uh, with a dad who basically didn't really give a shit about him, with a mother that was a drug addict and didn't really give a shit about him, with a stepmother that was glad that he was out of sight, out of mind. And he was just lonely and had nothing. And, and, You know, I'm not saying that his dad was a bad person. He was just another man that just, you know, did what he did, lived life and, you know, oh, well, I got a new wife and, you know, the kids aren't babies anymore. So whatever, I don't have to pay attention to him. His mom, well, I mean, she had a disease. She was a drug addict. She, I'm sure, tried. I don't know. I'm not even going to say if she tried. I know he had a horrible Uh, upbringing with her and you know they had to live in cars and it was not 
a pleasant life. I get that, which is why it was so hard for me to be like, what are you complaining about? You are in so much of a better place than you were with these people. We are here. And because of my pushing and my prodding, we have this beautiful two bedroom, I mean, two story house. We both have cars. You have a, a good job. You have a son. You can eat every day, whatever you want. We have food in the fridge. You have a roof over your head. You don't have to wonder what's happening tomorrow. What in the world could you be complaining about? And he still wasn't happy. It still wasn't enough for him or he didn't know what was enough. I tell you, he needed so much therapy, but he was reluctant to therapy and I was not going to be able to heal those things. I thought giving him, uh, you know, a family, giving him love, having a house, having these things that he, you know, never had before was going to make him help him, but it didn't help him. It didn't help him. You know, he moved into an apartment after, but then after he, uh, he moved into the apartment and lived there for a while, he downsized to a smaller apartment. And then he ended up living for quite a few years in just a room in a person's house, someone else's house. He rented just a room. So he, he didn't need all that or he didn't want all that or none of that was what it, it took to, to help him. Uh, clearly, I missed the mark on that and trying to better his life in those ways didn't matter to him. It wasn't what he was looking for or wanted or needed. So, but to me, I just couldn't understand it. I'm like, and I wasn't rubbing it in. I wasn't like, look what I've done for you. Look how better. Well, in that letter, I sure as hell was. But in life, I was not. I was just trying to make every day of his life better than the one before. And that, again, goes back to my problem of being a fixer. I fixed him so much that I screwed myself. And that is also something that you see in the letter. That is something that I did to myself. I didn't work. I didn't bring in any money. He worked. He brought in money. So we, me, probably making that I made this, I made this conscious decision that I was going to make sure all of his bills were paid. He, we even paid off his student loans uh, and mine were deferred for years. I still have them today. But we paid off all of his student loans. We did everything on to make sure that his credit was perfect. And my credit was shit. Because why? I don't make any money. I don't matter. We're never going to buy anything on my credit. His credit's the one that's important. Tell me how that works out when you get separated and divorced. Tell me how much his credit helps you in that time. It doesn't at all. I basically screwed myself and I recognized that. And I was so mad about that and everything else that was coming up, you know, when I was just spewing all of my feels, all, all of my feelings about everything and about what he had done and about how, how crappy I was feeling and how he made me. So, wow, that was a serious, serious, um, explosion of, of feelings. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's funny now. And I, and I'm proud of that letter. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of it. I think I touched on so many things. I'm proud that I put it out there. I'm proud that I could articulate my feelings. I don't think he got it and he wasn't going to get it. And I, I don't think it was so much about him. I know that in other instances, when I sent him letters similar to these, it was just me beating up on him. And he would come back and say, thank you for proving my point as to why I don't want to be with you anymore, blah, blah, blah. I think you would call that maybe gaslighting. Uh, 
before gaslighting was even a term. And I think that's what it was. But you know what? I, if I sent it, good for me. And if I sent it, if I didn't send it, then I'm proud of myself for the restraint. <laughs> I guess we'll see in the next journal entry if I make any sort of reference to it and see if I actually did send it. I also guess that at that point, if I'm saying I'm struggling with money, that we had not established that he was going to make any sort of payments or, you know, help us in, in any sort of way. There was nothing official established. But I know that that gets done fairly soon after this, probably, because that was just not working very well for me or probably for my son. I mean, luckily, I didn't have to spend a lot where I was, but you still need you still need to have some money. Living on zero is is not helpful, especially when there is a husband that is collecting a paycheck and uh, is the father of the child that I had. So yeah, some money needed to be coming my way. And I do not love talking about money and I'm sure I hated asking for money. And I might have not asked for money because I was so proud, but no, this is for my son. I don't want it to go buy a purse or some fancy shoes or whatever. I want it because I need it so that I can keep feeding and taking care of my child. So I'm sure that I got over it and did ask. Well, I think I pretty much covered how I felt on that letter and how I felt over that whole uh, journal entry. It was interesting. I hope you got something out of it. And as always, I do appreciate you taking the time to even listen to my rantings and ravings. I hope you have a great rest of the day and a wonderful week. And I'll catch you on the next one. And that wraps up this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening. If you would like to reach out to me and share your thoughts and opinions or comments and concerns, you can always do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you haven't rated and subscribed or shared this podcast with others, I encourage you to do so. I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of the week. Until next time, bye for now.